Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip focuses on the faith principle, plus an interview with residential real estate husband and wife team, Robert and Taisha Lewis. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast. And today we are talking residential real estate with two of my favorite real estate folks in the world. As a matter of fact, they are a real estate power couple. You have Mr. Robert Lewis with Inc. Realty. I am honored, sir. And, I am and, honored. And we have coming in a little later. Miss Taisha Lewis, and she's a she's a escrow is it escrow officer? Is that what they call title agents? I actually I never really know what to call title agents. What's the difference? Is title agent, <laughs> yeah. escrow officer, the same escrow thing? officer. That's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And um, and so we'll, we'll we'll introduce her when she when she comes in. She's actually in the middle of closing a deal. That's how they do here. They just they just do deals. Like they come home <laughs> at night after work, and they they go look what deal you do today. I did. I did this much. This this much in deals. How much you do? I did this much in deals. Good. How well you do for your clients? We did excellent. And then y'all like break bread. Like that's like y'all's um, y'all's uh grace. You know when you say we, grace. We, we we do have many conversations like that. <laughs> like, it, it, it is somewhat of a competition. Uh yeah, a a, a nice competition. Wait, like have y'all both been in real estate for basically y'all's whole marriage? Um no no in actuality. Um, she got started because of me. Really? Yeah. Uh, and I can, I, I guess I can share her story. Uh, but she was, she was in hotel management. She was in hospitality. Wow. Um, and then, uh, from there she had went into corporate hospitality, new company. Um, but the, the pay raise was kind of like one of those deals you can't refuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it didn't work out. So then she was like, well, I don't really want to go back to hotels. I was like, well, I mean, I could throw out a couple of fillers. <laughs> and then, uh, so uh, a lady that I was doing deals with that, back then, I gave her a call and she was like, yeah, absolutely. For you? Like, oh, yeah, your wife is, she's awesome. <laughs> so she interviewed her and she, she started as an escrow officer off top. Mm. You know, mo- most people start as assistants or uh, they'll go, you know, receptionist. But day one, she started as an escrow officer. Man, that's that's yeah, that's pretty crazy. So 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 you so you're responsible for the Lewis real estate legacy. Then basically, is what you're saying. I, I was I was laying a foundation. <laughs> how would you get? I, I how, knew that her superpowers would do well in the real estate realm. How did you get into real estate? I ne- we never talked about that. Um. So well, you know, I'm not from. I'm from Indiana. Mm-hmm. So I had my real estate license up there. Uh, I really wasn't doing anything with it. I really got it in the in the purpose of being an investor. Uh, 
So to shed some light on my story, my first two had no clue what I was doing. I had good credit and I had a decent amount of money. I was like, hmm, let's do it. Um, so uh, bought those first two houses uh, within the course of two years, had a short sale on one, foreclosed on the second one. So needless to say, I was kind of sour on real estate. Uh, mm-hmm. But my uncle, who lives here, he was like, oh, man, Bobby, man, just come on, move down. We, I, man, I'll teach you everything I know. We, we can get you, so, we can get you going. Um, and not to make a long, I'm trying to make a long story short. So I was doing personal training and massage therapy at the time. What, for real? So, yeah, absolutely. I was good, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I came down here to visit, basically just to see how the operation was running. I uh, came down here for a month. Actually, it was three weeks. It was three weeks. So when I got back, man, half of my clientele just ghosted me. Mm. So I had to get a real job, end up getting passed up on a promotion. I was like, forget corporate America. I'm done with it. I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> so two months I was out here. Huh. And, and there started my real estate journey. You got it. You got it. And so, and so you've been doing it. You've been doing it. I'm, and I'm assuming this time frame was around the 2008 crash type period. Cause that's when a lot of folks yep. was short selling and, and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It was, uh, yeah. Between 2006, 2007, actually no, yeah, 2006, 2008 yep, yep. when it all went down. And then I ended up moving here April of 09. No, mate, mate. so, so then, so who, who, um, who who brought Steven in? You? Well, they had always been in real estate to some degree or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uncle always had them doing something in real estate. Mm. Um, so when I initially came down, it was me and his twin working at my uncle's office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven was doing, he had just got into underwriting, like when I first moved down. Uh, but when he moved to San Antonio, you know, he had a free time, so he ended up getting his real estate license. Um, so a couple years after that, uh, he shut the the underwriting aspect down and then came over and started doing real estate full time. Got it. So got it. one of the things that he holds over my head is that he's had his license here in Texas longer than I have. <laughs> no, that's... Even, even though I've been working in the business longer than he yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 another little rivalry you got going on, right? Got you, <laughs> you and the wife, you and the cousin. Uh, gotta love it. Gotta love yeah, it. Yes, yeah, sir. Keep keeps everybody keeps everybody uh, sharp. I I think Taisha just rolled in. Yeah. Fr- fresh off fresh off a deal. <clears throat> they're, they're superwoman. Yes, sir. Hey, look, and Taisha, before you say anything that can incriminate you, know that we're already <laughs> recording. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we we already talked about how um, how Robert is responsible for the Lewis family and y'all's future real estate empire. How he brought everybody into the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truth. That is true. I cannot dispute those facts. <laughs> <laughs> so so um. No, and we 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 literally just finished talking about how 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 both of y'all got into real estate, but. Um, l- l- let's talk about this. Like, 
because this is why I wanted to have both of y'all on. Um, a, because y'all are both a real estate power couple, in my opinion. But but B, like, what are y'all's thoughts about the real estate market in, in DFW? You know, what are we in November 2020, the, the residential market? What are y'all seeing in terms of, like, deals? What are y'all seeing in terms of healthy people who could actually uh, buy? Uh, what do you see about, like, money, money available? Like, what's what's going on? Um. Come on, jump jump right on in. Well, Lewis. I would say the reason I'm tardy for the party is because the industry is booming. <laughs> <laughs> I am rushing to this call um, from a closing and it is, I have been busy, busy, busy. It has been um, the busiest year of my career, which is a blessing, right? It's especially a blessing because when COVID-19 first hit, no one really knew what was going to happen. And people were like, "Is are things going to crash? You know, what's the economy going to do? What's real estate going to do? But um, one thing that typically happens when, when something like a pandemic hits is lower interest rates. And people have really been trying to capitalize on them, refinances, I mean, purchases, people selling to get into something else. It's It's been insanely crazy. And I am extremely grateful, given Rob can tell you when the pandemic first hit, I was like, ooh, babe. I don't know, this is going to hit us hard, you know, with both of us being in real estate, it was a little concerning. And this is another area where I have to give him his credit because he was like, he calls me Chica. I don't know, Chica. I don't, <laughs> I don't really think it's going to be as bad as you, as you're saying it is. I'm like, babe, man, it is, you know, this is what's going to happen. And lo and behold, he was actually right. So I guess that's where some of that wisdom comes in. That's me letting you know he's older than me <laughs> and letting you know that he's been in the industry a little bit longer than I have. So um, that that's what I'm seeing so far. We call him Optimistic Rob. That's your new name. Optimistic Rob. He really is. I am. I am. <laughs> that, that would flow. Yes, sir. And, and, and I'm assuming you're saying the same thing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, after you get past all of the all of the fear of it all. Um, when you look at actual numbers, I mean, sales prices have been going up. Um, sales have been going up uh, when you look at it from a year over year basis. Um, so the, it's the only problem that we have now is that there's not enough houses to sell. Really? That's the only problem. And for for the for the people like and where are all the buyers? Are they pent up buyers that were already here, or is it new buyers or a combination? I think it's I think it's a combination because even before the pandemic hit, there were a lot of people looking to buy, and inventory was already low. So I think since the pandemic, inventory has been super low from a pre-owned standpoint. I think that people who are already in their houses um, are somewhat fearful of what is to come. So they're not looking to sell right now. Uh, but when I tell you new construction is booming, to take the words out of Taisha's mouth, it is booming. Uh, new construction is moving incredibly fast. I just talked to uh, one of my builder partners, I want to say earlier this week, and he said that right now, if you were to walk into his office and write a contract, you would not be having a house until September 
of next year. Whoa. That's like a whole year absolutely almost. absolutely nothing to give you until September of next year. Wow. Wow. Okay, can, can you pay extra money to like get to the front of the line? Is that what they're doing? They're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> a VIP fee. Right, right, hey, right. So, somebody would probably try to, but, you know, and, and it, squeeze blood from a turnip, as they say. And is it isolated to, to are y'all seeing it isolated to one part of the, the Metroplex or y'all, is it like all over? Um, well, I mean, generally speaking with new construction, you see that on the outskirts. Um, for, for the most part, when you look at the interior of, you know, and I'm going to say Dallas County because that's where I specialize in, the interior of Dallas County, it's mostly built out. There's not a lot of room to build. But when you jump out into, you know, Ellis County, Rockwall County, Kaufman County, um, Collin, Collin County, you know, there was some distance between Dallas and what you would consider to be what prosper like it was like that was a road mm. now dallas to prosper that's all city lights hmm. like all of that has been developed in just this short time i think frisco had maybe four high schools when i moved here i think they're at 11 now oh. i mean come on hmm. I, I was gonna say um i probably should have specified because i don't know if you're viewers and listeners are only from the DFW Metroplex Mo- that, most you know, we're are. talking about DFW. Mm-hmm, most of them are. Uh-huh. And so here it's extremely strong. I mean, I'm hearing from some of my colleagues around the nation that their their markets are strong too, but we're, we're particularly strong here in DFW and again, blessed to be in such a strong market. Okay. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, so, so switch, switching gears too. And you know, I realized before the thing that I gave y'all that I gave y'all the wrong. Uh, I'm gonna use some of them questions, but I didn't, I didn't put the questions in there for y'all. So, you know, ooh, just, hot so, spot. So y'all are going, y'all are freestyling it, but, but cool. <laughs> Good thing we're not live, right? So uh, off the cuff, off okay. The free freestyle off the dome. But so 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 being a couple where both of y'all are basically you know entrepreneurs because nobody's like handing you a paycheck every month. You know, what are some things that y'all mentally do to make sure that you don't like freak out? Because both of y'all are like doing some some good amount of business. Um, but I imagine in the entrepreneurial world, there's ups and downs. But, you know, what do y'all do to, um, you know, maintain sanity, maintain, you know, tight couple family relationship? And, and let me clarify <clears throat> by tight. I don't think there's a married couple here that listen that that's listening that hears that it's perfect. Right. There's no perfect married couple, but I'm saying you two like actually enjoy each other's company. I see you, right? I see couples where I'm like, ah, they, they're faking it. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, they, they probably got stuff, but they like, like each other actually. So I'll, I'll jump on in. Okay. Um, I'm listening. The, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think at least for me, I have been on the, on the entrepreneurial roller coaster, say since, I got a, so, you know, from personal training, massage therapy, um, which is what I was doing before this, um, I, I ate what I killed as they say. Mm-hmm. So I've always been that way. I've, 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 I've lived without and I've lived with, I'd like more to live with. Right. So I'm okay with doing the extra work involved to get there. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, and, and 
I don't want this to be cliche, but God got me. I, I am going to be well taken care of. So that that's my little spiel on it. <laughs> I am. So that is optimistic, Rob, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would like to say I'm more of a realistic Hi, if that's what you want to call me. Um, so when I first started uh, in my career life, I was in corporate sales. I was very much in one of those. I worked very hard for my paycheck, but I had some comfort in knowing that paycheck was coming. That was my mentality at that point, right? And so I was um, conditioned and seasoned to that that's what you do. And so it really wasn't until I met Rob that I was introduced to the entrepreneur mindset um, so intimately, where I knew someone who personally just had the mindset of an entrepreneur. Um, And I started to really admire that, like, like, so you all right, just not knowing if you're about to get this paycheck in two weeks, like, that's okay with you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, so, and so that was different for me because for him, he was like, yeah, like, are you okay just living in this box and operating in this box for your career? Like, that's okay with you, you know? <laughs> and so it just, it was kind of a, um, a, a development for me mentally, honestly. And it was, it was a, a shift of mentality to where I want to be completely transparent here and say, right now I work for a company, right? So my title company is owned. They do, my title company has an ownership group. However, um, with that, I'm paid the majority, the vast majority of my paycheck comes from commission, right? So I almost say, that I'm 100% commission, although I'm not because I'm being transparent. But because of the structure of how I get paid, I have to have the mindset of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Because just like Rob said, if you don't kill, you don't eat. And that's that's the mindset I have to have. And that's what drives um, me in having some comfort of knowing I'm going to eat. My family is going to eat because I know we. if I don't do what I have to do, then we won't. But I have confidence in knowing I'm going to do what I have to do to eat, right? Because we like to eat. <laughs> Rob and I, we like to eat and we like to eat well. Let me tell you, we like our medium steaks. We like a nice glass of red wine. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and my children also like to eat well. So mm. my daughter just the other day was asking about having a charcuterie board. And I'm like, what 12-year-old asked board. for a charcuterie board? What is so, that for? I don't even know um, what that is. What is it? <laughs> you know, people call it the meat and cheese tray that people have. Ah, uh, Okay. Okay. With a glass of wine or something. Obviously, she's not having wine with that. But I'll say all that to say there is a um, sense of peace and calm when you know that what you are earning is a direct, has a direct correlation to your level of effort. And if you know that you've got the type of work ethic that's going to um, never fail, then you know you're always going to eat. Whether your industry ends up taking a hit or not, you know that work ethic will translate to another industry if that's what you have to do. You know what I mean? Hey, I love that. And you know what's funny? I'm over here getting chills because I record two episodes in one sitting and my you know, standalone episode was just me. The principle mm-hmm. for that episode is faith, which is what y'all are talking about. Is, is, is faith and, and right and you and you hit on the nail a lot of people have like blind faith they'd be like uh yo bro i'm about to go become a rapper 
You know what I'm saying? But they but they sitting at home playing video games all day. Or they, or they say, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do a startup. But they don't, like, put it in work. And I'm like, no, faith, you, you got to have faith. But there's a lot of folks with faith that with no money. Faith without works is dead. And y'all are talking That's about, right. you know, uh, you know, optimistic Rob and tactical Taisha. That's a better way. Tactical Taisha. Hey, I like it. Hey, look, <laughs> tactical Taisha. Y'all, y'all put the work in, you create the plan, and then you can be optimistic and go for it. I'm, like, I'm a pin that chica. Oh, no, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but 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 so so the second part of the question though is, and and I'm and I'm serious about this. So how how are like why do y'all still like how do y'all still like each other dealing with the high oh. stress situation <laughs> that y'all are in? Oh man, she's a handful. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 say leave it at that. She's a handful. Next next question, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's it, for me. It's just a, a mutual. It starts off as as a mutual respect. Like I I respect the hustle. So when it comes from work to relaxation to play, you know, and, and she's the same way. You know, it's, especially when dealing with you know kids and and family life and home life. You know where where. You know, if she has something to do that she needs to do for business, hey, I'm, I got it. Right. If I got something that I need to do for business, she got it. Right. But at the end of the day, we know that it's all for the good. You know, it's all for the, the Lewis household legacy. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely piggybacking on that because I've got a lot of friends that are um, career driven, career women. And I think a lot of times we are um, faced with societal pressure, right? So we're wives, we're mothers, we're, and we feel like we have to be the best wife and the best mother. And of course, everyone wants to be the best at what they do. And at times that pressure can be um, overwhelming to be the best career woman and balance that with being the best mother and the best wife. <laughs> and the only way I am able to be as successful as I am in my career is because I have a partner who is willing to be a partner. Okay. Mm. And that's, what's important. There is no way that you're going to be able to excel by doing this on your own. And so instead of us living parallel lives where he does his thing and I do my thing, we, our lives intersect. Right. So like he says, I have some days where I have to be in the office 16 hours a week. I have some days where I leave before the kids wake up and I get back after the kids are asleep. And I don't have to worry about anything because I know that Rob is a partner. And as a partner, he'll jump in and do the things where traditionally people may think the wife is the person that needs to do that. Right. And on the flip side, um, same thing with him. If he's got some days where he has to get up crack it on and go do showings because maybe he's got clients that have come in, flown in that need that type of attention. Um, and he needs to spend all day with those clients or whatever the case is. Then because we have that mutual respect for the grind, we know that you just fill in where you need to fill in. It's mm. not, well, I had to do this last week and how come I have to make dinner again? And I, no, it, it, there's none of that because there's none of that resentment. It's just a matter of us having a common goal for the family and it's also important that our children see that we have a common goal and we have a common um, work ethic to reach that goal because we're trying to instill that in them too. You do what you have to do to get it done, period. Like the kids say, period, right? Mm. So, 
<laughs> and then in terms of us having fun, how can you not? You work so hard. It can be so stressful that you should be able to at least come home to your partner and let that all go. Let it all go. Enjoy yourself. Laugh. Talk. If you can sneak away from the kids for a date night or whatever the case is, go do that and unwind because you do have to find that balance. And if you can't find it at home, then then where can you find that? Right. So we have a good time. We've always liked to have fun. Even when we were first dating, we're like, we like to enjoy life. Nobody wants to go through life and just work, work, work with no play. So I always say, you know, tell Rob, like, we work hard, we work hard. So we need to also be able to reap the benefits of our hard work too. Yeah. And and, and of course, don't get it twisted. I love what I do. So for me, working is not really hard because I like it. Mm -hmm. Facts. No, I get it. I I, I like it. And I I like what y'all said because, you know, I think it fits with like everything else in the world changing, right? You got the disruption of media, you got the, you know, you got the um, disruption of money with cryptocurrency, right? You got just, and and, I, and in a good way, you have the disruption of, you know, the family with, with the rise of, you know, women moving forward and getting their right seat at the table. Not that they have the right, you have your right seat yet. I'm just saying... Um, you have a lot more dads. Like all of my homies is dads. Like we do a lot of stuff that um, <clears throat> that dads didn't do. Now I was lucky. You know, my dad was a dad ahead of his time, so he, you know, you know, he did some. He did a lot of stuff that a lot of other dads didn't do back in the day. But uh, yeah. so I had a good example. But yeah, like when uh, I, I mean, I, I see it, I, and, and I understand why it works because I think it used to be where it was like uh, like like the Houston Rockets. Like it was. You know, the, the 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 man was James Harden, you know, and the wife was the support, you know what I'm saying, support squad, you know, which is why we can't get a championship and why I'm glad he doesn't want to sign that deal. Get get out. Go to New Jersey. Thank you for everything you've done. I do appreciate it, but we're not going to win without you. You need an actual, like, partnership. Like, LeBron and uh, uh, what's what's uh, Bushy Eyebrow's name? A.D. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unibrow. Unibrow. Hey, and I like that he and I like that he ain't cut it neither. He happy about it. We don't have to get into that cryptocurrency conversation too. FYI, just throwing that out there for a later date. Hey, yeah, yeah, sir. You know, I've done like four podcast episodes on it this year. Um, You know about it because you know I you know full disclosure, you know. I own some, and I've said it before. Not a recommendation, blah 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 blah. But there's a whole lot. Of, there's a, there's a long reason why I just uh, am super uh, bullish on it. But we're talking about y'all. So he, here's the last couple of questions. <laughs> principles, like w- what are some principles that y'all live by? That's that's an, that's important, and it could be business, family. I think it all kind of blends together. I thought he was gonna say, "You're not gonna sing your song right now." What you mean? <laughs> What, get money? <laughs> <laughs> Rob will always say right there, mm, mm, get money. <laughs> I thought that was coming for sure. Um, principles that we live life by. So I think that you probably have heard it throughout us talking right now. Um, work ethic, work ethic. And that's a big one that, For anyone that has children, it's a hard one right now, right? Because a lot of children feel entitled, especially when 
we try so hard to provide them with opportunities that we didn't necessarily have. You have to balance between um, making them understand that this is not just being given to you, but you still have to earn it. But at the same time, wanting to afford them opportunities without making them work as hard as we had to work for it. We could put a pin in that too and and pick that up on a different day. But um, we want them to pick up on work ethic. So one thing that we do, anything that we do, we, we, we go hard. Anything that we do, we go hard. When we've determined that we want to achieve something, we, we, we hit the gas and we get it done, right? So that's one of the things. But like we talked about earlier, we like to have fun. And um, that's another thing that we instill in our children too, is it doesn't always have to be. Because for me personally, it is very hard for me to um, not put blinders on and say, this is the goal and just meet that goal at all costs, right? Because that's not life. Life is a balance. And so that's my my personal um, struggle is making sure that I'm still balancing. And so while our principle is to work hard, grind and get it done at all costs, at the same time, you want to make sure you're doing those self-care components. Um, you want to make sure you're taking time to really appreciate um, how far you've come and celebrate your successes. Um, so that's, those are a couple of things that we make sure we, we live by and instill in our children as well. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to hit it with, with three points. First off, um, mentality. I mean, Chica said that sometimes I'm a little too black and white, uh, but it is definitely a get it done mentality. Lots of things happen. Uh, what I can control to toward what's happening. Um, no matter what negative is out there, I'm keeping it positive in, in, in my spirit. So that, that's first. Got to have a positive mental attitude. Um, second, faith. Philippians 4.13. I was about to forget it. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What? Done. As they say, period. Done deal. <laughs> and um, last and not least, if, if you help people get what they want they will help you get what you want uh, have have us have a spirit of service yes and especially in in real estate where i have a ton of knowledge where most people who are you know buying or selling a house maybe you know at most five times in their life they they have minimal knowledge um, so i'm here to help i'm i am in a service industry it quote unquote is sales but more so I treat it as service. So, boom. Yeah, that's that's the big one. That's a huge one. We, both of us, whether it be professionally, just with others that we work with, um, whether it be our clients or whoever, we're really big about pouring into others. Um, I know very well I wouldn't be where I was unless, you know, some people took some chances and poured into me as well. And I don't take that lightly. So anytime I'm in a position to be able to do the same, um, we absolutely do. So that's a that's a big piece. I'm glad you mentioned that. And, and I and I and, and I heard that uh, I heard that Zig Ziglar reference in there. Hey, these youngsters don't know about that Zig, right? Nope. <laughs> they don't know, know about Zig Ziglar. Man, he's I great. Got the book of quotes. Uh huh. So la- last question, and this is one of the most important questions. So make sure you answer it properly. Um, who's your favorite football team? Come on now, Colts Nation. Believe in the blue, baby. Okay, I, I like I, I like the Colts because they used to uh, they used to be Tony Dungy, you know Tony Dungy squad, and I, I like Dungy. So, man, Tony Dungy, I got a story for you, man. Um, I met 
Tony Dungy. I was at a men's conference in Indianapolis. He, he went to this very small church in Indianapolis when he was a coach there. Um, small church off smack dad in the middle of the hood. It was a Baptist church too, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was sitting behind him and I was like, that is such a familiar looking head. I was like, uh-uh. that has to be Tony Dungy. Like, you know how his head is, mm-hmm. and he got those ears. I was like, that's Tony Dungy. I know it is. So I'm sitting here talking to my buddy who was with me. I was like, no, nah, that's Tony Dungy. And then at one point in time, he kind of turned, and I saw the profile. I'm like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. So I was trying not to be a fanboy. Uh, but after the speaker spoke, I had to introduce myself. I was like, man, I'm I'm a huge fan. I, I, I love your mentality and, and the way you go about coaching. Because at that point in time, he was like the coach now. Mm-hmm. Like he was ahead of his time in terms of his coaching mentality. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like he wasn't, yeah. So that's that's my Tony Dungy story. <laughs> that story. Yeah. And what about you, Taisha? Um, so I'm a big believer in having a happy home. And, um, so I'm going to say the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a Saints household. My wife is 50% cowboy. She puts my, my boys in the, in the, uh, cowboy shirts, uh, whenever they play, but oh, when, really? when the Saints are on it, they take them off and put the Saints on. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, let everybody know how they can reach out if they're interested in uh hey and by the way side note after this podcast y'all are launching uh y'all are launching a book called true partners right it's going to be a marriage and business book it's going to start as a podcast and then turn into a book after y'all do 52 episodes and then y'all are going to use that to supplement your 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 your, your careers and then you're going to speak and at some point y'all are going to be getting paid 100 grand to speak and you're going to like sell your businesses and like become the obamas uh, I'm, I'm claiming I'm, 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 I'm speaking I at. love it. Go ahead and that wow. into existence. I am with wow. it. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, how can folks reach out if they're interested in just working with you currently at your at this stage that you're in before you become too big to to be reached out to? <laughs> um, go ahead. Hashtag close with Taisha. That is my hashtag. Close with Taisha. Close with Taisha on every platform on Twitter, Instagram. Actually, not Twitter or Instagram. I guess I better get on that, huh? But uh, <laughs> Taisha Lewis is, of course, my name. Um, I don't know. Should I give out my cell phone? Who's your target audience here? Uh, my cell phone number, if you do need to reach me, 713-517-6261. Um, but yeah, close with Taisha is how you'll find me. Um, me personally, all of my handles are Rob L the Realtor, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you need to reach me directly, you know the Inc website, Inc-Realty.com. Uh, that's Inc-Realty.com. Um, me personally, Inc Hotline four six nine nine one two zero four six five. Inc Hotline. Perfect, perfect. Well, look, I, I appreciate y'all coming on. Hey, side side note too, Rob. I'm I drive past your office like four times a week because I work out down the street over in the design district 
for Muay Thai. It's right down the street from the office. So I, I go back you on Thursday. You were supposed to tell me about the Muay Thai here. You was going down to San Antonio. I, I can't do that. Yeah, I was going to San Antonio, but is is uh, you know DFW uh, or Krav Maga DFW over there off of uh, Turtle Creek? Man, it's I've like heard of it. yeah, it's like I could probably run from the office there because I run like you know it's hit my little humble brag. I run like four or five miles a day. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I can run over. <laughs> I can run from your office. That's yeah. right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, come come through if you want to. Man, it's a good workout. Real good workout. So Lord knows I need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 y'all enjoy your day. We're gonna sign off. Those of you who haven't been at my website, go to StonehillWealthManagement.com. Click on the 401k tab. We got a Stonehill 401k service that you've probably heard about. It's great for businesses that are small businesses, businesses between zero and maybe 150 employees. Uh, We provide love and service to the employees about how to plan and invest for retirement and a whole host of other uh, benefits that we give. It's all on the site. Check it out, Stonehill401k.com. We create startup plans and help with selecting the investments and educating and advising our clients on how to invest and how to best reach their retirement goals. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.